Hi, welcome back to Shop Talk with the Sheriff. I'm Sheriff Gregory Tony here in Broward County, Florida. Thank you all for joining me once again on our podcast. For our frequent followers and those who've been supporting the program, you recognize I always try to bring on special guests from within the agency and sometimes from outside of the agency. But it's always about the partnership and relationships that we have uh, and how we are collectively impacting Broward County for the better. And so today I have two special guests that have been participants in our jail ministry program. In fact, leading the cause, just doing a phenomenal job. Uh, both members from Calvary Chapel, Fort Lauderdale, uh, one of our uh, very popular and uh, active uh, churches that we have in our community here in Broward County. Um, I've had a chance to go to numerous different um, sermons in, in, in my own personal life. And so I, it's really exciting to have you both here. Um, who are the guests? Who am I talking about? I have Pastor Tony Davis is with me today, and I also have his sidekick superhero, and you'll get this when I say her name, Shara Carrara, uh, joining us here today. And I didn't make that up. I'm looking at the spelling, guys. It is S-H-A-R-A. Last name is C-A-R-A-R-A. Uh, love the name. Just rock star. Uh, we're going to have some fun uh, to introduce him. You know, Tony Davis is a pastor um, in the adult ministries at Calvary Chapel in Fort Lauderdale. He has nearly two decades of effective leadership experience focusing on developing people and cultivating the culture of trust, collaboration, and accountability. Tony has served with Calvary Chapel Fort Lauderdale now for 17 years, both as a volunteer and staff member. And he currently is leading up the adult ministries uh, focusing on recovery, prison, jail, men's, women's, married couples, pastoral care, you name it, he's doing it. The guy's all in. And then let me transition to our Marvel hero, Shahara Carrara. Born in Jamaica, moved here in 2008, is a member of Calvary Chapel, Chapel excuse me, and also is Tony's right-hand woman, making sure the job gets done. Uh, what a delight to have you both here today. Thank you so much for joining me on Shop Talk with the Sheriff. Tony, talk about what we're doing here. Jail ministries, what does that mean? Yeah, so, um, you know, we believe that everybody, uh, every man and woman is created in the image of God and uh, has a right to the gospel. You know, the gospel doesn't stop because there's a jail cell. And so mm. um, men and women that are incarcerated can't show up to church, and so we bring church to them. It's our desire to go in, build relationships, share the gospel, uh, and really hope that we can continue that relationship upon their release and help them transition back into society as contributing members of the society and hopefully contributing men members of our prison ministry and jail ministry, giving back to the ministry that helped them while they were incarcerated. What got you engaged and said, you know what, this is the path I'm going to focus on in your 17 years? What, when, what, what occurred? There's always kind of that turn back moment or that move forward movement, what was it for you? Yeah, so I, I was on my way to being uh, in need of the jail ministry mm -hmm. in my life, and I met Jesus and everything changed. And so as I look back over the last 17 years of serving there and I see everything he's done for me, my heart breaks for the people that are vulnerable. And again, you know, the people that are incarcerated, you know, they're there for a purpose and a reason, but you know what? God loves them. And so do we. And so my desire is to go and share the gospel with them so they can have the same opportunities that I've had. That's beautiful, man. And look, I can relate to that. Um, I think back to my own childhood as a, a young teenage kid. Uh, we were broke, poor, but we had God in my house. Uh, my mom made sure we were rich with that. Come on. And had it not been for my own commitment and relationship with God, 
I wouldn't be here. Every blessing I receive, everything that I've acquired, every joy of my life, uh, every sorrow of my life has been given to me in a timely manner to make me who I am now, and that's God's work. Um, don't get me preaching on here. See, you didn't come even on. know that, did come you, Tony? Come on, come on, I can Sheriff. see it in your face. You didn't even know Let's that. Go. Man, I can, don't get me started. Uh, so we that's got, that's we got a room for you on the team. I'm just saying. And listen, I ain't scared. Um, we're going to have some fun here. Now, I, I want to transition over to my superhero here, Sahara Karara. I'm going to keep saying your full name. I, I, I refuse to just give just one part Chara. of your name. Talk about what got you going. How would you make this transition? So, actually, it was somebody looking at me and going, hey, I see something in you. I think you'll be a great addition to the team. Um, and because my daughter and friends um, just growing up, just going through a lot of brokenness, um, my, myself, my family, um, like many, very dysfunctional, <laughs> and having the same hurts and the same rejection and abandonment mm -hmm. and not feeling um, this worth as a person. So, and it's the same things that these ladies, these men, some men feel. So getting to the root of that and wanting to be able to help these women is what got me into this. That's because awesome. um, they just need to know they're seen, they're loved. Now, one of the things you said, Tony, early on on the intro was, and I'm paraphrasing, but you said God don't stop at the door, Come whether on. it be a wooden door or bars, right? And so you found a way to penetrate through there, working with us, getting inside, talking about, uh, talking to these individuals and, and helping them find their faith. But there's also a social benefit to that, right? Because we're making better people. And Absolutely. then they get a chance to kind of reintegrate back into the community, be productive. What does your program look like? Talk about the ministry. How does that set up? You know, is it you're there several times a week, several times a day? Walk us through it. For, for someone who's never heard of the jail ministry and never seen you do what you do over at BSO, talk about it. Yeah, my, my uh, superhero sidekick is boots on the ground soldier here, so I'm going to let her walk us through it. Put your cape on, man. Uh, Go it's ahead. on. It's on. All right. Um, so the program is called Lifestyles. And we go in six times a week and sometimes three, six, sorry, six days a week, three times a day. And it looks different every single time. So we're teaching biblical principles. We're teaching fear. We're teaching about anxiety and how to overcome these things. We're teaching, um, teaching about being moms and better dads. So it's a variety of programs, but everything towards being able to just um, be responsible in terms of getting back into community. Because our thing is that whatever time you're in there, whether you're three weeks or a year, we want to make the greatest impact. Got to touch them. Yep. Touch them while you can. And how long has this program been going now? Over 20 years. 20 plus years. Yep. So would you start as a baby? Not me. That's a joke. <laughs> I got you. Uh, so 20 plus years, we've had this partnership continue to move it forward. Um, what are some of the successes, success stories that you heard? I'm sure people come back and you're touching so many lives. They call you sometime on the phone. Maybe you see them yep. in church. They got a new job. It, what story stands out for you? Anybody, anyone in particular? Yeah, we got a we got an individual. His name's Charles Booker. Uh, he was in uh, Conti in 2016, mm -hmm. and uh, we came in. We were doing a visit. He he uh, he was impacted. He prayed to receive Christ in his life, and uh, he got out. And once he got out, he continued with some of the programs we have called Celebrate Recovery. Started coming to church, joined a small group, and uh, now he's one of our best volunteers in the jail ministry as well as the Celebrate Recovery ministry, giving back. Again, so. because, you mm -hmm. know, he's so grateful for what happened and what God did for him. Now he's giving back to others. That's the only way to do it. That's it. Anyone that jumps out to you? Yep. We have one young lady, Nicole. She was in the program um, in C9. And it's interesting enough. She was the one that went to when she went to court and we went to advocate on her behalf. She's like, I'm not leaving here unless I'm going to a program, Calvary House. Mm. 
So she stood up and said, nope, I'm staying in jail until I can get into a program because she was ready for change. So she came out, went to the Calvary House Roman program that we have. That's a one-year residential program. Then on to transition. And today, Nicole is restored with her son. She's doing amazing. She maintains community. So we still have conversations weekly. Um, awesome. And I also tell her, if you feel like doing something or something is happening, temptation is there, I don't care what time it is, you're going to call. Because what they need is community. And that's what we are able to provide is the community and the mentorship. Now, coming into you know, the jail environment and trying to uplift people is a difficult thing in general. But then you also have to remember um, the diversity within the community, the diversity within faith uh, of that inmate population. We have almost 4,500 maximum bed space roughly 3,000 people in, in our care and custody now. How does that selection process look like? How do you get that inmate, that individual, that person to step out and want to get in the program? So it's offered at intake. So mm -hmm. classification is also, as we partner with them, they offer it to the inmates or they have the option of um, just going to the kiosk and saying, hey, I want to be in that spiritual unit. So we even go to general population, we introduce ourselves, we say who we are, we say what we offer. Because if you are in the program and you're continuing for the three months, because it actually is a 90-day or they can stay in for longer, we want to advocate on their behalf if we see that there's growth and there's change. So we will go to court and we will sit there and we will advocate on their behalf as well. And are you starting to see, uh, at least in your experiences, uh, Tony, you touched on it a little bit um, you get a chance to touch individuals' lives, and they come back and they want to help the ministry. Do you find them coming back to Calvary, or are they coming back to trying to be part of this particular program, or just in general? I mean, I think we see we see all the above. All of the uh, above. There's ones that come back and say, that makes sense. listen, you, you guys did this for me. I want to do it for somebody else. Put mm -hmm. me in. And there's guys that come out or, or gals that come out and say, you know, I, I'm passionate about marriage and so I want to be involved in your marriage ministry and so how, how can in I a direction that? yep that's pretty good it's it, the next it, best step whatever that yeah. is yeah well you're just you're you're it's a force multiplier right so for every two that converts over so to speak and want to get back and touch the community they touch two more two turns four six eight ten twelve before you know it you, you have a whole army behind you um and it's all self-motivated self-driven which is really sweet so we talked about the breakdown behind the program the time the tenure what do you think is the future, future for this program? What, do we, what could we do to expand it and make it better? I always I challenge all my staff with that, all my commanders, every colonel, every major. Yeah, we're having success. It's great. It's working. But what's the evolution? I think COVID has a lot um, to change, to talk about, to change that, because now with video conferencing, we're not in there in the last, what, 18 months. Mm -hmm. So video conferencing has allowed us to not just speak to women or men in the unit, but also in other pods as well. So that's been great that we're able to have an extended reach um, beyond our unit. The other thing is that we are also um, working alongside with Colonel Benjamin and going, hey, what are some of the needs you are seeing? What are some of the things that we have that we, as resources, along with external partners that we can come together and um, improve, not just the inmates, but inmates' families, the staff. Like, so we want to extend that um, reach. And so you, you led right into my next question, which, <coughs> excuse me, which was, how do we get more help? How do we get more volunteers um, to engage in this type of program? Because it's really beneficial. Um, and we need volunteers. It's all volunteer run. So, well, here's your plug, right? We're looking for volunteers. You got a website, anything that we want to steer them to. 
Um, can they go to Calvary Main website, find the programs? Do they come back to our community programs? So calvaryftl.org forward slash recovery um, is where they would go. And uh, we do have some requirements, but we're going to work with everybody because we have also volunteers from different churches mm-hmm. that come in with us as well. That's, that's a very good thing, too, because it, it's, again, expanding partnerships and relationships. You can't do it all on your own, right? Um, and the, the one thing I've learned, at least in my own personal life, um, it, do, it doesn't really matter what church you go to, so to speak, so long as you have church within you. That's it. And um, getting other partners in, engaged, because we see a lot of people trying to do the right thing all across this county. As a sheriff, I'm, I'm connected to everyone. Um, and there's so many different groups that are trying to find a way to help mitigate the issues that we have with Nigel, uplift people, help people find faith. Um, faith of God, you through some dark periods. Uh, I've been there since a 13-year-old kid and homeless and surviving home invasions and seeing murders and defending and shooting and protecting my own self. My, I've seen it all. Uh, and I'm only 42 years old. Uh, but these have been dog years. And... I go back to it. This is a faith-based program we're talking about today. We're talking about God. We're talking about spirituality. So brace yourself if you weren't ready for it. I wouldn't be here without without God in my life. I most certainly wouldn't be here um, to this day. And people don't understand when it's tough, when it's hard, and I'm walking around the street, they say, man, the sheriff's head is always up high. Nothing ever bothers him. I said, because God put me here. And when he's done with me, he'll take me out of here. In the meantime, I'm going to do his work. So, Tony, man, you, you keep looking at me. I'm going to start on, preaching, brother. I, you, don't get me started. Uh, so, so we talked a little bit about, we, we hit the ministry up. We talked about some of the things that you all are doing, uh, the impact on it. Uh, we talked about the lifestyle program. Any other major programs or concepts that you all are doing, even if it's not in the jail ministry, just a shout out to Calvary Chapel. You guys are in, in, involved in so many different things. Uh, any other programs of uh, worth mentioning right now that you guys are involved in? Yeah, so we're, we're in the midst of uh, a five-year strategic plan and a vision called Vision 2023. And part of that is is how, how do we do what everything we've talked about we're doing for the jail and inmates. How, how do we do that in education system? How do we do that in the, in the business sector? How do we do that in foster care? How do we do that for marriages? How do we do that for the next generation and our youth? Um, and so in the recovery and, and addiction and so we've got these strategic teams that are that are um, that have these plans and vision, and we're going in all sorts of places in the community and going, how, how can we take the the good news of Jesus everywhere? Um, and so again, these these teams are going to the jail. There's teams are going to the schools. There's teams are going to the rehabs. We're, mm-hmm. we're all over. So there's no lack of opportunity to give back. You know, God's created us all uniquely with different gifts, and whatever gift and skill and talent He's given you, we can use it. He can use it. Man, that's a closer, ain't it? I can't go anymore after that. This dude just hit the grand slam. Well, look, for those of you who are joining us late on Shop Talk with the Sheriff, shame on you. You just missed out. Uh, we have two special guests here today, members of Calvary Chapel, Fort Lauderdale, Pastor Tony Davis, and Shahara Karara, his sidekick, a.k.a. the Marvel comic hero. Um, came in, joined us today, talking about our jail ministry program uh, that we've been partnering up with them for over 20 years, and it's just constantly evolving. It's getting better. We're striving harder. Uh, we're getting a chance to impact and change people's lives. So thank you both for coming in and spending some time with me on, on the uh, show today. You're always welcome back. Uh, I think something tells me you're going to end up coming back because we got a lot of work to do. Uh, Tony, thank you. Thank you, Sheriff. 
Marvel comic. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, to all of you, thank you for joining me on Shop Talk with the Sheriff. Uh, remember, you can follow me on Instagram at BSO Sheriff Tony. It's not a stunt double. It's me. Also, subscribe to the podcast so you get the early alerts for every new episode. In the meantime, stay safe, be humble, and try to love somebody just a little bit more than you love yourself. Take care.